(laughs) Hey, I'm Sherry. And I'm Marty. Tired of hearing bad news everywhere you turn? Well, we are. We're taking a little journey back to simpler times. Come along for the ride as we share some of our fun childhood memories. Might even jog some of your memories, too. Mm, I don't know, Marty. My memory lane is like a cul-de-sac these days. Hey, that is not going to stop us. Come join us for Just Just Jiggle Jiggle the Handle. So I was thinking about things that we did as kids that were just pure joy. And of course, there are things that we don't talk about as adults because they were just things that they were nothing things, but they brought pure joy. And one of the things I remembered was rolling down, mostly in the summer, but like rolling down a little hill like a grassy hill or at a park or something and just rolling, you know, you'd side roll down, 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 down. And it was so much fun, but you'd get all sweaty. And then of course the grass would make your back all itchy, which was horrible. And you knew that that was going to be the end result of this, but it was so much fun that it was worth it, you know? And just that, like those feelings that I don't have as an adult, like I did when I was a kid, just that pure joy or riding your bike and having the wind I mean, yes, adults ride bikes. There's something about the summer, late afternoon and riding your bike and the winds in your face and you're you're not thinking about paying taxes or going to work the next day or, you know, just that it's just the best feeling. It's such a light feeling. And I, I think I've spent... I think you need to find a hill and roll down it. I mean, just yeah, do it. Yeah, but see, but just then that leads into the next thing that I was thinking of is that you didn't, we didn't care what people thought. True. You know? Yeah. And so... That, By the way, the, so, the rolling down the hill, we did the same thing when there was snow. You were oh. you were in L.A., so but in the wintertime, that was we would roll down the hill and sideways. And how fun yeah. for that, yeah. you know? And then you, and then what? You'd be freezing and wet. Yeah, and, who cares? Yeah. Right. Exactly. The same thing. Yeah. The itchy back. Okay. Still, it was worth it. Right. And so, but I think about that, that, you know, if I did that now, I mean, they'd have somebody in the white coats come and take me away and put me in that lovely jacket with the arms that wrap around the back. But just, or playing... Um, playing in the street with the neighborhood kids and it didn't seem to matter then what like we were all kind of equal you know there was always a bully or or somebody who didn't want their little sister playing or whatever but for the most part we didn't you didn't know who was rich or who was poor or whose dad was a drunk or you didn't know any of that stuff we were just kids playing in the street and of course we'd play in the street till the street lights came on and you could smell people making dinner you know I mm-hmm. remember like the smell of sauteing onions and it's just uh, it's such a comforting feeling but it was just for fun you know nobody was really keeping score and if you didn't have enough people you would say you'd kick the ball or hit the ball if it was you know, if you were playing like fake baseball and you'd say invisible man on third, like if we didn't have enough kids to, (laughs) you know, to load the bases, you would, and we'd keep track of it. And we were honest about it. You know, I just, those things are fun. Or even like, like I remember my mom, when we would take a bath, my mom would take our pajamas while we were in the bath and she'd put our pajamas in the dryer. Oh, that's so nice. And so that, you know, when we got out and it was cold, we put on our warm jammies and, and we'd usually have like I don't know. It was, it was, it wasn't all the time, but like maybe like when it was wonderful world of Disney or something, it was like a special night. We'd have hot cocoa or popcorn or something, but that was the deal. It was, and I think that was on Sunday nights, Mm -hmm. you know, but it was like so fun. Just those little things that we don't do when we're adults. And that makes me sad. You know, why don't we have just those little things? You know, why is it, why does it take me three glasses of wine to feel that way? (laughs) (laughs) You know? 
Well, you know, it's funny when we were thinking about pure joy moments, the first thing that I thought of was at Christmas time. I was in the youth choir and I sang alto. We had soprano and alto. And there was a children's choir, a youth choir, and the adult choir. And the adult choir was at the far front of the church and the youth and the children's choir were in the back. But at the Every time I think about this, I get goosebumps. But at Christmas time, it was a candlelight service. So we all had candles. And there was this woman in the adult choir who could sing Oh Holy Night like nobody's business. I mean, just Mm. hearing her sing it. Every time I hear it on, on the radio, I still just tune up. But she would start Oh Holy Night. And then we would come down from the back choir loft and we would be walking down the aisle singing Oh Holy Night. And the adults would be coming down from the front of the church singing Oh Holy Night and be go- and then go around the congregation with our lit candles singing. Uh, and to this day, it's my favorite song and just the coolest memory because it was just so stunningly beautiful. And I guess that's probably why I sing in an acapella chorus now, because it just brought me so much joy. Yeah, it sounds like a, what a, what an event, what a moment. And would you do it every year? Yeah, every year. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was one year where we got a new choir director and they wanted to put their mark on Christmas and we stopped doing Oh Holy Night and it just crushed me, just crushed Mm. me. Well, that's a bummer. I didn't mean to go there. Yeah, but we're talking about the, the feel. I think that's the thing that as I'm getting older, I keep feeling like I want to go back to that feeling. Mm-hmm. And how do you capture that when you're an adult? You can't put the adult genie back in the kid bottle. Yeah. But I think it's important to go back and nostalgicize, if that's even mm-hmm. a word, because you can still, just like when you, we, and I think we talked about that before, like certain smells or yeah songs, you know, it takes you right back there. But I think it's important to look back at those things that just, like, it feels like when you're an adult, everything has to be a task that's accomplished or you worked really hard and then you go on vacation. But the stuff that we experienced as kids was just, it was like, just because there were three kids that were outside playing at the same time and you guys all decided to just start a game of tag, you know, and how fun that was Mm -hmm. and how I feel like sometimes we spend the rest of our life chasing that and trying to find things to fill that. And you just, you can't because it was so innocent and pure and Mm -hmm. fun that it just was. But I think it's really important. And I think we lose track of this as adults. I think it's really important to look back at the things that brought you joy in childhood, like that singing Oh Holy Night, I found a chorus sings four part acapella and that is filling that joy or maybe instead of rolling sideways down a hill you go hiking in the mountains and that you know find the adult version of that or find what remember what brought you joy and find what works in your life now to fill that joyful void. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I understand that in theory, but you know, that's a hard place to get to that because we were so innocent. You can't go, We you just can't, you can't go back there. Yeah, I'm not saying that there's no joy in my life or anything like that, but there really isn't. But um, <laughs> except for talking just, to me. No, and I, yes, of course, <laughs> that goes without saying. And then we talked about, or I don't know if we talked about it offline, that I had a friend say, did you ever think about the last time you played kickball 
was the last time you were ever going to play kickball. Yeah. And that it was such a sweet but bittersweet thing because, of course, you didn't. You know, it was like Foursquare or coloring in a coloring book or any mm-hmm. goofy kid thing you did. At some point, you outgrew it or it was last time you did it. And, yeah. you know, how you can't get that back. Of course, we we do want to move forward and find fun things to do and, and all of that. But I'm sorry. I am I find myself going back more than I go forward in hmm. in the nostalgia department, you know. And I, and mm-hmm. I know it's easy to romanticize it and things weren't great. But where we're at now, it, it does kind of feel like, oh, simpler. Some things were just simple. And maybe it was just that we were kids and we didn't know any better. You know, we didn't know enough to be worried about things other than tidal waves. So. <laughs> yeah. One of my favorite things about childhood was being involved in theater. That just was such a fun group of people. And it was so much fun to be on stage and to do a performance and have people really enjoy it and come up and say, that was great. And they were really my family. I did a summer theater workshop and I think there was two six-week sessions where we would have the auditions and build the sets and rehearsals and then put the show on and then do it again, you know, a second set the same summer. And that was just my home from seventh grade to probably 11th grade or something. And it was just so much fun. And then I got out of acting because I was in production, but now I think that's why I'm enjoying getting back into acting. And But I really miss the theater aspect. Well, must have felt like summer camp kind of like it kind of with- was yeah because we were there what eight hour ten hours a day mm-hmm. just working with each other and it just got to be such a family i miss that but it's not impossible to go back yeah and do theater yeah. now well, that's yeah. where you and i are different that's we are clearly <laughs> night and day on that so we're, we're just I think gonna... you have to find the things that brought you joy and figure out what how that yeah, interprets i think you have to find well, and I would rephrase it and say, I think you think that I, I need to find things that bring me joy, yes. yeah. but nothing brings me joy when I think of those memories of those things that I described earlier. They're like moments. Mm-hmm. It's like smelling the sauteing onions. It just takes you yeah. back to yeah. where you were. So yes, you find other things. And of course, having a child, you relive, you mm-hmm. know, what did I do for my son? I put his pajamas in the dryer or whatever, putting cookies out for Santa. I mean, that was always a fun thing to do too, you know, something for Rudolph and all of that. But I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's, it's a very interesting. It's funny. I guess I, when I was a kid, I saved up my allowance and bought a brownie camera. So it's funny when I'm looking at the things that brought me joy then I think I haven't strayed too far. It's it, because I loved taking pictures. I bought a, saved up my quarter allowance and bought a little $5 brownie camera and then would save up money to buy the film to go in the brownie camera. And I just loved taking pictures and they were absolutely horrible. I had no <laughs> eye for it, no knowledge of it, but I just loved it. I thought it was so fun to take pictures. And that's still with me. I think that's grown and grown and grown. And now one of my biggest joys in life is going out and taking pictures. I hadn't realized it before, but some of the things that really brought me joy as a child, I'm still doing the adult version of it now, which that's pretty cool. I yeah. didn't realize I was doing that. Yeah, until no, it this, is. This and, and I'm only slightly right jealous about that, just slightly. <laughs> But yeah, but I think that's what's neat about our two different experiences is that it sounds like you knew early on 
you found things that you loved and you continued to do it. And I think that's really cool. I think that's great. And I don't know that most of us have that, you know, and so I just think each of our perspectives is interesting on it. And I'm not trying to, it's not, it's not sad. It's just, it's just different, you know, but you're right. I mean, and here you're having that realization of, oh shoot, I loved acting and now I'm doing it again. And Mm -hmm. I loved photography and now I'm doing it again. And I just want somebody to put my pajamas in the dryer. (laughs) Is that, (laughs) is that too much to ask? (laughs) Well, so what things other than, were there activities that you did that just made Well, I I still think you need to roll down the hill, by the way. Yeah. Are there things that really just activities that you did? Yeah. And one of the, I have very fond memories. I was in Brownies and Girl Scouts and in a very active, I think we called them, it was a troop. And my mom was the co-leader at some Mm. point when I got a little bit older, but we did, you know, we went to camp and learned stupid songs. I still know all the camp songs and those are very joyful memories that I have. But those aren't like just moments. I I guess those, like the, you know, again, smells and sounds, not ticking clocks, um, (laughs) but just things that you can't, what, what it feels like to live in the San Fernando Valley in the summer with no air conditioning. And as awful as that sounds, there's just a particular, the air smells a certain way and... And, and every once in a while, when I lived, you know, when I was still living in LA, you'd, you'd catch that and it feels like, oh, I re- this feels like when I was 10. And, mm-hmm. you know, it just, I just like to take time to remember that be- or touch on it because it's, there are moments obviously that are, that are gone. They're not, I don't know. And it just brings me back to a place of just, like I said, pure joy. I mean, that's how I, mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily an activity. It's a, it's a feeling, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Maybe I need to talk to somebody about this. <laughs> well, you know, you've made me think about something. Probably about the time I was in college, I think I stopped enjoying the moment. And for the next several decades, actually, while working in the film business, it's been all about getting to the next step and doing everything you could to make your career happen and to make money. And it was kind of like studying for, like I didn't enjoy my time in high school because I always felt like I could never study enough. I could never cram enough for the next exam and I could never do enough work. So I had, I've had a hard time enjoying the moment because I was always going to meetings and going to seminars and watching TV shows that I might not particularly care for, but I had a meeting at ABC. So I had to watch all their shows and oh, sorry, ABC and always planning for the future, but forgetting to enjoy the moment. And I know this sounds crazy because the pandemic's been really hard for people, but it really about two years ago, I suddenly for the first time stopped having to do things. I had a great excuse not to go to that meeting, not to set up that business lunch, not to do things that other people wanted me to do or that I felt like I needed to do to get ahead in my career. And I kind of sat back and did things that I wanted to do for the first time in years and had a justifiable reason for being able to do so. So, you know, I could enjoy Scott cooking dinner and I could enjoy the fact that we had paper towels or, you know, just Mm -hmm. we had running water. I mean, you know, I got to actually just enjoy each moment. So it's been really wonderful to get back to that enjoying the moment because I don't 
think I did that for many, many decades. Yeah, and I think that'll resonate with a lot of people. Um, you talking about this just jogged my memory about I didn't realize how much I live in the past, lived in the past, or worried about the future. Mm -hmm. But I would miss the right now. Like yeah. I'd be like in yeah. a high school or after, you know, be so nervous about going to a party and oh, and I'm going to and so self-conscious. And but later on, I'd look back at it and it was I had we had all these fond memories and fun stories and it was fun. But in the moment, I was terrified. Yeah. It's like I had to get far away from it to turn around and oh, yeah, I did have fun doing that. And then then we could always worry about the future. And what am I going to do? And where am I going to go? And I'm going to be an old maid and whatever it was that I was thinking. But I missed like right now. And when my son was born, God, I'll never forget this. It was his first birthday. And he is the reason why I learned how to live in the moment. Because I remember thinking, this is his first birthday. This is it. This is the one and only first birthday he'll have. Hmm. Stop worrying about that we didn't have enough money to make the party, whatever. Stop worrying about tomorrow. Just be right here and watch your kid eat his first piece of birthday cake ever and, and be here. And I think having kids helps you with that because they, are, they hmm. are in the moment, just as we were when we were kids. Yeah, I think you're right. So I should have kids now? No, don't do that. That'll help. No, don't please do that. don't do okay. that. Talk to me out yeah. of it. <laughs> I need any. No, I'll, I'll just try to do it on my yeah. own. I don't live in the moment all the time, but that was the that was a defining thing that happened that that I realized. Oh, I this is it. And I think as mm -hmm. I get older, as I watch the last ten years fly by, you think, yeah. wait, what am I doing? You know, let's stop and smell the roses, so to speak. Right? Indeed. 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 Wow. Like right now, yeah. Sherry, I'm enjoying the heck out of talking to you. I right back at you, sister. I mean, really, if all we have are moments, the reality is, is we've got this, what we're doing right now, this second. And if we get finished with this and I go out and get plowed by a truck, this would be, this is a fine afternoon. You know, this is good. It's just the moment. And if you're having a bad moment, the next moment, it could be different. Just a series of moments. Join us next week for Fake Therapy by people who don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> but sound serious about yeah, it. Yeah, sound serious. And sound like they're thinking it through. And it's free. And <laughs> I don't know. My conclusion from this is find the things that brought you joy in childhood and figure out how you can do them in your adult life or figure out what comes close that can still bring you that feeling. And your conclusion is that I would probably get arrested if I chased the ice cream man. I mean, <laughs> you know, that's just, uh, yeah. He could be cute. Yeah, he could be. Or <laughs> he could be on the lamb. He could be on the, on Maybe the that's run. Why he's driving fast. Yeah. I don't know. I certainly don't feel better now that I've shared that with you. I feel, <laughs> I feel like... I will say that as I got older, there's something about being at a certain age, you know, before you're an adult, before you're having kids, before you're married, whatever, where everybody, especially, I guess I'm thinking high school and college age, where everybody's just kind of up for having a great time. Yes. And when I was living in Richmond, Virginia, I got cast in the stage shows at King's Dominion, which is a big amusement park. They had a bunch of stage shows where I would do acting in these crazy little melodramas and whatever. But 
like our group, there were six people in our melodrama and we would carpool out in Mark Brandon's van because we didn't have a car. We would just all chip in money and he'd drive around, pick everybody up. We'd drive out to the park and we'd have this crazy time and entertain each other and entertain. We probably entertained each other more than the audience <laughs> because we were just funny, crazy people. It was theater people. You know, they were, they were wacko and proud to be so. And if somebody went to the giant open air food market at two o'clock in the morning, they'd call everybody and say, hey, want to go? And we'd all go to the giant, we'd all go shopping, yeah. grocery shopping at two in the morning. Cause that's, you know, everybody lived in the fan area of Richmond. So it was, you know, really close to each other. Uh-huh. And just that fun feeling, I, which was very similar to working in the theater, I think, you know, to doing shows where it just becomes a family and it's, it's just fun people to hang out with. It's not necessarily, you don't have a boyfriend and girlfriend. It's just a whole gang of yeah. people who would just have fun together and were of the same crazy like mind. And I miss that because in film production, you go to work, you, you get a little bit of it when you do a location show and everybody has to go there for three months. So there's a little bit of that feeling, but it was just something about being that age and being, you know, starting out on your careers and just having fun and just going with whatever yeah. people want to do and just jumping, yeah, you I know, lo- jumping and, when somebody says jump. And with our, um, I had a, there were five of us, we called ourselves the pink ladies and we, and mm. we were in high school, but we would lay out by my friend Janet's pool all day and listen, you know, she'd put her speakers in the, in the, her bedroom window that faced out to the pool. And, you know, we'd listen to whatever beach boy, whatever was going on. And, and then we'd lay out all day and then we'd order pizza and then we'd take showers and then we'd go out something dopey, you know, we'd go to a, end up at a coffee shop or something. I mean, it was, it was all very innocent, but it was just, again, that whole kind of, you weren't, there wasn't anything to do, you know, we were just hanging mm-hmm. out and having fun. And, and we, st- and we're all still friends today. We still talk about that. Or that somebody has a good idea at three in the morning to go in our pajamas to get pancakes, you know, and everybody's in, you know, <laughs> it's like you, you wouldn't even say, I'm not doing that. You know, you're just like, yeah, well, I'll be, fr- I'll be out front. Come pick me up. And, and that is something we could do. Yeah, now, absolutely. You know? Yeah. You just reminded me of, I have told you about my crazy friend, Carol. She was just so funny and had such crazy ideas and funny things to say all the time. And you just made me flash on at Halloween. We had been, I think, at a Halloween party at her church and we were walking back to my house, which was maybe a mile away. And (laughs) there was a college, Randolph-Macon College, in between. And she just got this idea that we should go walking. I think we had flashlights or something. We should go walking behind the dorms on the campus just to be weird and be. We had a group of us with it. And we were going to walk in procession, like we and chant something and be holding our flashlights and and like walk very solemnly in our black <laughs> robes or whatever it was, and walk behind the college for their amusement and ours, I suppose. And she, we were trying to think of something to to chant. And her math teacher was Mrs. Kyle, and she I, I don't think was a very nice person. You know, it was kind of strict and not a lot of fun. And Carol just started chanting, Mrs. Kyle wears ugly duckling pantyhose. <laughs> so 
That's when we started chanting. And we did this procession with, I don't know, it started out with maybe eight people very solemnly marching with our flashlights in single file behind the college. And one by one, people were dropping off until it was like me and Carol left. I have no idea to this day where everybody else went. But just those crazy things that you do and do the chant again. Mrs. Kyle wears ugly duckling pantyhose. (laughs) She had a lot of those good ideas. I have a friend, Lori. She's, I've known her since I was eight. She's the, we've known each other the longest out of all my friends. And when, I don't know, we were 16, maybe she drove, we went to the beach there's somebody else with us who I can't remember who that was, but we were driving home from the beach and there was somebody had their sprinklers on and she just pulled over and <laughs> we all got out of the car and ran on the sprinklers. Nice. You know, we had our bathing suits on, yeah. but it was just like, as I recall, the homeowner came out, you know, ready to, what are you kids doing on my lawn? And, you know, just as quickly as it, as it started, we just all at the same time ran back and got in the car and drove away. And it was just like- I love those goofy moments. I think everybody secretly wants to go back to those moments and go running through the sprinklers or jump in a car with somebody at two in the morning and go to, well, people they know, right? go to the grocery store or be spontaneous. And we've self-imposed limits on our spontaneity and we've got to get over that. We just got to be more spontaneous and do what feels fun and good at the time. Hopefully not getting arrested. Right. It is easier to get arrested these days when you do that, but you would know. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to find people of like mind. I think everybody wants to feel spontaneous mm-hmm. these days and enjoy those moments. And they just don't have that opportunity or don't think about putting it into their schedule. So I think we maybe set up a meetup and every like, oh, like a flash mob. <laughs> yes. A few years ago, uh, several years in a row in Los Angeles, they would have a pillow fight day. And everybody would go downtown in Pershing Square and bring a pillow and just slam complete strangers with their pillows and feathers were flying everywhere. (laughs) I thought that was brilliant. (laughs) So I think we've got to figure out some meetups or flash mobs and just invite whomever is crazy like us. Yeah, we can all run through the sprinklers at the same time or something. We'll synchronize I it. like it. We can find a neighborhood that has sprinklers going. That's oh, yeah. You can't. Not, yeah. That's harder to do in Los right. Angeles. It's not going to happen. Yeah. But along those lines. Right. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, to be continued, I guess. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Mm-hmm. Or let's not make a plan. Right. Let's just do right. it. There you go. Go to our Just Jiggle the Handle Facebook page and tell us about your pure joy memories. We could all use some good stories these days. Please subscribe so we can keep our brains active and remember more stuff. And then we'll tell you about it at Just Just Jiggle Jiggle the Handle. Handle.